Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So we have been spending a few days here now talking about how to stop a crappy habit. Now, when I say crappy habit, that is not coming from a place of judgment. Here's how I define a crappy habit. A crappy habit is a habit that you continue to do because you get an immediate, although temporary, benefit from doing it, even though it doesn't serve you long-term. Okay? It could be anything. I also want to point out, you are not a crappy person because you happen to be engaging in crappy habits. So let's just get that out of the mix from the get-go. Because if you are calling yourself a crappy person, what that will let you know is that you feel ashamed of yourself because of your habits. And when we feel ashamed, we are just not going to be motivated to really make a change. And that is because we have lost access to that part of us that can be curious about why we're doing what we're doing and that part of us that can offer us compassion. Think about it, my friends. When you feel like you are being judged harshly by another person, you don't tend to show up as the best version of you. It might send you in a tailspin. It might send you into a stress response. It might send you into anxiety or nervousness or panic, but it is not going to invite you into the best, most aligned, authentic version of you. Okay, all that being said, think about the crappy habit that you really want to stop. And maybe by this point, you've decided, okay, I'm going to stop this habit for a month. I'm going to stop it for 30 days, for 40 days. I'm going to try and stop it for a day or for a week. Whatever feels doable and sustainable for you. Here is what is so incredibly important that we get curious about. As I've said a million times before, A habit is not simply an action that you are taking or not taking. A habit is a three-ring circus. And in order to change a habit, you must be willing to get awareness regarding all three rings. The first ring is what you are thinking when you're in the habit. The second ring is what you are feeling when you're engaged in the habit. And the third ring is comes down to the actions that you are taking or not taking in the habit. And what I want to get really clear about today are the emotions that are fueling the actions in your habit. Okay, for example, let's say that I notice, which we all do from time to time, that I have a habit of procrastinating. If I beat myself up for the fact that I engage in procrastination 
and I try to shame or guilt or bully myself into not procrastinating, that may not work at all. It might work temporarily, but very likely it's not going to work long term because we've missed the opportunity to figure out what it is that we're feeling when we procrastinate. Now, keep in mind, procrastinating is avoiding or resisting or running away from something that we are telling ourselves we should do that we aren't doing. And my friends, if you want to make real and lasting and sustainable change with any habit, you must be willing to identify and clarify what you're feeling when you are in it. So for example, some people procrastinate because they feel unworthy or inferior. And they are worried that if they start the project or if they initiate the friendship or if they apply for the job, that they're not going to be good enough and they are going to be rejected. Now, if that's what your brain is telling you, can you see why you put off filling out the job resume, making the call to the friend, doing the one next step you must do in order to have some forward momentum, okay? Get really curious. Some people procrastinate from a place of feeling indecisive or feeling confused. And that may be because they don't know how to make decisions in their body rather than using their mind or their brain. Other people procrastinate because they feel apathetic or they feel flat about something that they're telling themselves or someone else is telling them that they should do. And in that case, what they may not realize is feeling confused or feeling flat is often a tip-off that you are trying to pressure yourself to do something that you have no desire to do in the first place. So my friends, today, this is what I invite you to do. Think about the emotion that is most uncomfortable for you to feel, okay? I struggle with boredom. I struggle with restlessness. I get very challenged by any flavor of frustration or anger, okay? Start by isolating or identifying the emotion that is very uncomfortable for you. And then I invite you to get curious about how you respond to that emotion when you notice that you're feeling it. Do you avoid it and get really busy so that you don't notice that you have it? Do you resist it? And that might look like making yourself wrong for feeling it in the first place. Or do you numb it? Which means that you might be reaching for something like sugar, chardonnay, shopping, scrolling, overcommitting, gossiping, whatever it may be, in order to numb the emotion temporarily. 
if you are willing to take the time to do this and then think about how this uncomfortable emotion relates to the habit that you are trying to stop, oh my goodness, my friend, but you are going to get this golden little tidbit of awareness that is going to serve you. As always, thank you for being here. Have a beautiful day and I'll be back tomorrow with more. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.